RadioInfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. Beans. Um, just a second ago, we were telling all of the live listeners, Frank, that Wednesday on the show, we will have none other than the beautiful and talented Miss Carrie Lake. And I gotta say, I am very jealous that it's just at a just at a stupid time of day for me because I would love to be there to uh, to slip a few comments in for her. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be so great to have her on the show. Either way, I know I'm excited too. I don't know how much time we have with her. Um, I don't know how much time I have with her, but she, she, she's, as everybody might know, she's been a journalist for, geez, how many years? Since the 90s, the early 90s. Um, and then she left because she was tired of everybody being lied to or lying to everybody, basically being told she has to lie. So she left um, that profession, ended up running for governor of Arizona. And we're going to get into some of her appeal today because... It was, of course, denied. They reaffirmed the decision of the lower court, which everybody expected. I don't think it was any shock to anybody, but we're going to go over some of that today. Um, However, she paid me two very, very, very kind compliments over the weekend. And it it meant a lot coming from her because she's a journalist. So I was kind of blown away. I saw that. I saw that very nice, very, very nice tweet. I saw she tagged you in. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. It was really sweet and nice and kind i don't know the the camera is moving somebody's saying the camera's moving on its own so it doesn't like the fact that i am i am doing my social experiment it's now cut me off completely so the camera moved itself and made me lower by the by the end of the show it's going to be just on your forehead i'm going to be down here so what the hell's going on it's moving on its own i can't i i have to shut that off but i i can i can shut it off um anyway Okay, so do I want to start there? Let's start off with this first. Before we get into the Carrie Lake appeal, we're going to start with this unbelievable executive order um, that was written. Hold on. And I have a clip here that I want to play from 2005 South Park, like the Simpsons, forecasting the future. Before we read this executive order, we're going to play this short clip from this episode of South Park. Just, it's Monday, but buckle up. You here for an abortion too? Yeah, I discovered a few days ago I wasn't bleeding out my coos, so I guess I'm knocked up. Is this doctor any good? Mrs. Garrison? Oh, that's me. Hello, doctor. Looks like I need an abortion. An abortion? Yeah, I've got one growing inside me. Now, you're going to scramble its brains or just vacuum it out? If you want, you can just scramble it and I'll queef it out myself. Mr. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison, you can't have an abortion. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do with my body. A woman has a right to choose. No, I mean you're physically unable to have an abortion because you can't get pregnant. But I missed my period. You can't have periods either. 
you had a sex change, Mr. Garrison, but you don't have ovaries or a womb. You don't produce eggs. You mean, I'll never know what it feels like to have a baby growing inside me and then scramble its brains and vacuum it out? That's right. But I paid $5,000 to be a woman. This would mean I'm not really a woman. It's, I'm, just a, I'm just a guy with a mutilated penis. Basically, yes. Oh, boy, do I feel like a jackass. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that was, was a little the, crude. During a time when we can say it. 2005. Yeah, no. Is that, that's the, uh, that's the, where everybody's becoming trans in the, in the, um, that episode. Is that where Kyle wants to be a black man so he can play basketball and Kyle's father wants to become a dolphin, right? I'm pretty sure that that's the one because I that used to is, watch the show religiously. <laughs> That is, and the best thing is that Kyle's, because he's a black man now, Kyle's kneecaps had to be replaced with something. So they replaced Kyle's kneecaps with Mr. Garrison's balls. <laughs> and then he goes to go for a slam dunk and he comes down and the balls just explode. I'm just going to, we need to cut the whole beginning out of the show for the radio. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's the privileges of being on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. That was in preparation for this bombshell. 20 Febu years. 20 years. That's, Almost that's 20 years. 20-year-old episode. I can't believe it. I know. I used to watch that show all the time in high school. Um, okay. February 16, 2023. Executive order on further advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government. Illegal. The, the title is illegal. Illegal. I don't even care what's in it. It's not it's not real. America First Legal is focusing on this. Today, America First Legal pledged to battle Biden's radical, racist, and anti-American, quote, equity plan, as outlined in his latest executive order. Without any congressional authorization, Biden has ordered a radical, racist, and fundamental anti fundamentally anti-American overhaul of every federal function under the guise of equity. Whole of government approach to racial equity and support for underserved communities and to continuously embed equity into all aspects of federal decision making. What is an underserved community, Frank? Just anything that's not white. Literally, well, that, what about white women? Do they count? No. So uh, if, if they're, if they're, I don't know, maybe if they're single. <laughs> if they're, if they're trans white women, what happens? Oh, please, please, right to the front of the line, true woman. So, what is underserved? Is underserved impoverished? Is under? I mean, because no. Under underserved is is a, an example is um is another way of saying under worshipped mal worshipped mal okay so so communities that are not um already privileged <laughs> yeah no, it, who it's are about already privileged I should say it gets confusing even trying to think about this it's it's just you know it's actually not that com confusing it's about giving people worship. Uh, for for you know certain characteristics that have now become very strong special interest, and uh, and as you just said right there too, um, oh, oh darn, what's the other thing you just said? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, it's about it's about worship and it's about giving privilege, and while you give privilege 
karma always has to be paid. So when one person receives a privilege, another group of people receives responsibility. So I'm gonna, I'm we're gonna go through this whole thread because it is insane and. It, They'd better, I mean, thank you, America First Legal. See, the camera did it again. It's like, no, Tracy. Um, (laughs) Equity is merely the rebranding and reorientation of the racism in the Jim Crow era, the class hatred in Stalin's anti-Kulak policies, and the dogmatism of Mao's cultural revolution. Without direct congressional authorization or supporting appropriations, Biden has ordered the federal government to accelerate the advancement of facially illegal equity measures throughout the federal government and its operations. Ready? This gets mm-hmm. crazy. The EO instructs agency heads to establish an, quote, agency equity team within the next 30 days to staff them with personnel from every possible component of each agency and to radically transform the way that the agencies conduct every aspect of their operations. So it says... Within 30 days of the date of this order, ensure that they have in place an agency equity team within their respective agencies to coordinate the implementation of equity initiatives and ensure that their respective agencies are delivering equitable outcomes for the American people. Which American people? The ones who are supported by this equity move or actual American people? Because what about the, the ones who are not included in that, who are now therefore underserved? Do you understand, Tracy, that if you were born white in this country, you've never had a bad day, a bad year, you've never had a tragedy befall you, nothing? Do you understand that that needs to be corrected? Clearly. Clearly. You you can't be white anymore in this country and actually expect- Equitable outcomes to make sure that people, res- equ- I, I, we are. I keep saying I can't wait. We deserve the collapse, and I can't wait for it. But where the hell is it? When is it showing up? Because if it's the only way that all of these these creatures that are being made by the government, these creatures, these gimps that are being made by the government, that are being made to just wallow around and uh, and, and, and just beg, beg for more porridge, when the hell does the porridge stop? If this is the only way that this has to be corrected, well, none of I mean, a, a lot of those people don't want to work, Frank, and that's I know. You know what's going to happen then when there's no hires? The the whole economy. This is ridiculous. Anyway, in addition to delivering equitable outcomes, the EO charges each agency equity team with things such as ensuring quote continued equity training and equity leadership development and embedding quote equity into everything each agency does what does that even mean prioritizing non-white people for all services that should have never been doled out in the first place to anyone to anyone all of this is illegal it's- it would be it would be illegal if if it were created for everybody for real but the fact that this is being done just for those who are not white is incredible. Is it non-white though? Equity doesn't have to be non-white. White, straight, Christian, persona non grata. Well, that's okay? those are three classifications that not everybody is. So there well, are the- white there are white people who are quote underserved from an equity standpoint. I've, absolutely, but they don't care about that because equity has taken a very specific political uh, definition under under the, the their their worldview. 
the um I'm hold on. I'm gonna fix this. It's bothering me. It's still gonna just adjust me down. And I look like I'm like literally sitting at your breast level. It's stupid. Mom. Mine? Yeah, well, it, the camera keeps say? moving. Not anymore. I fixed it because I, I moved my chair up. But the camera keeps moving me down and down and down. It's not you. It's this stupid camera that auto moves. Let me just move. Let me move my, my V down a little bit more. <laughs> it did it again. Like, I can't. I can't. All right. No tits allowed. Look at how low I am in the screen. It's like almost. It's. You remember the old peanuts cover, the old peanuts cartoon where uh, Snoopy's not allowed everywhere. They go, no dogs allowed. I never saw that commercial. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a cartoon. Oh, I never saw the cartoon. Yeah, well, no. All right. Next, the executive order creates a White House steering committee on equity, chaired by. I will give you. Oh, who chaired by who, Frank? The White House Equity Committee? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Wow me. Come on. I'm going to give you one more chance. Uh, Kamala Harris? Susan Rice. Oh. <laughs> Susan by the book, Rice. Susan. By the book, Susan. Did everything by the book. Susan Rice. Um, to coordinate efforts to embed equity at every agency. One component of the executive order directs all agencies to facilitate equitable flows of private capital when dealing with development in urban areas. Wow. The most the most the most privileged commie agent there is going to make sure everybody gets a little piece of the pie. The EO directs all federal agencies to favor underserved communities and provide them with special treatment. That were the words special treatment. This whole thing is so blatantly unconstitutional. I, I Biden. Well, every even the most subtly things are unconstitutional, Tracy. This has just gone to a new place in the overt racism and the hatred that is that is caught is trying to be codified by these people in government right now. They're trying to codify the most overt expressions of racism. It's cla- so classism. Racist. It's so racist. Um, Biden's, it's almost done. Biden's new EO mandates that a laundry list of favored groups across races, see, sexual preferences and more obtain federal government preferences. AFL. Yeah, Gord. It's almost, it's almost, it's, how did, I don't. Just imagine, just imagine, well, you don't have to imagine it because it's happening right now. A government, an organization like some kind of a societal regulating force that has taken special interest in making sure that people have certain things afforded to them, certain special amenities created for them based on how they choose to have orgasms. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Just think about you have to get down to the base because when you get down to the base, it's ridiculous. It's so bizarre. It really is ridiculous. Orgasms. <sighs> if they can even have them after the surgery they're putting themselves through. Well, that's a whole nother sexual sexuality. I mean, that's not even has that doesn't even lend itself to transgenderism. 
they're they're just talking about gay straight whatever they're just talking about if you if you have alt alternative orgasmers i guess we could all just learn to do it alternatively and then partake in the government cheese Unbelievable. So there's not going to be, uh, I can't even begin to tell you if this is allowed to continue. Let me just be honest. They're already doing this. This is just their cover for it so that it's under executive order. Like whoever comes in and repeals this executive order, if we ever have a president who will do something like that again, given the next topic we're going to be talking about today. What under, is which, under which department is this happening? All I, of I, them. I, all well, of them, literally. The yeah, but what? But under the executive branch, which agency or bureau that should not exist is going to be managing this? They created the new commission headed by Susan Rice to manage it. They created a but whole it, new thing. But it needs to. It needs to direct money that has been that has been created for. And it's already been created. They're, they're, they have to be repurposing money. They, you can't you can't just create new budgets with an executive order. It has to come from somewhere yeah, the under the executive bill. branch. <laughs> the infrastructure bill. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get into that. Um, they're also changing all of the words and themes in 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 Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Frank. Oompa Loompas aren't, quote, small. Um, they're not allowed to call Augustus Gloop fat. They've literally changed entire paragraphs of his books. Who, own, who owns the, the it's, Road Dolls estate doesn't own it? it no. It, it belongs to some... No, they changed all of his books. They changed Matilda. They changed everything. Um, who is it? It's, uh, hold on. It's the publisher. This, this is there's no political uh, there's no political solution to this. Publisher Puffin has hired sensitivity readers to rewrite chunks of the author's text to make sure the books can continue to be enjoyed by all today. Yeah, this is what this is not. This doesn't have a political end, Tracy. There's no political end to this. I don't. So that's what we're dealing with on the on the cultural front. And I have some more on culture if we get there, but I want to get into the Carrie Lake stuff. I this this whole thing is getting so bad. That's it's bad. Just getting so bad. Like they're rewriting books. And it's not because they think anybody's feelings are hurt when they read those things. It's because this is a global social coup to take over anything normal and 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 anything normal. It's just, I don't even, it's coming from everywhere, isn't it? Every statue needs to be replaced. Every book needs to be rewritten. Every, it's just, this is just part and parcel of the erasure and again, and replacement of an entire culture to, to make way for an, a completely androgynous world. One that has no real identity one that has i mean there's always going to be social hierarchies but um it's it's going to be an if you think this is a nightmare it's we're going to look back at 2023 and say those were the good old days i hope you're wrong i'm not i'm sorry 
I mean, think of every time. When has something like this in the past? When has something like this in the past just we woke up one day and dissipated? We cr- we when it, like, has we, anything we, like this ever happened in the past? I, I mean, you know, Weimar Germany has a lot of go. We have a lot going on right now. What's going on in Weimar Germany as far as the social decay and and then of course what happened after that? Um, but there is. There's plenty of plenty of examples. We're not just going to crack our knuckle and feel better. Speaking it's, of um, social decay, after we're done with the election integrity bit, we're going to go on to some social decay to show people what's happening right now just by the mere reactions. Like, it's a Vice special that I have some clips from that will really blow your minds. Like, worse than the feminism one did. Worse. But... Let's get to the, the, the weak-ass courts who can't make decisions anymore unless they are... They can't make decisions anymore based on law and fact, for the most part. There are very few. Um, so Carrie Lake appealed the decision of the judge in the lower court who decided that there was not provable... Or the, the decision basically was that there was not fraud that was done on purpose to affect an outcome of an election so that Katie Hobbs still won the election. That's it in a nutshell. But the problem is, is that the higher court needs to look at the evidence in the lower court's case and decide whether or not the right decision was made and clearly did none of it. So I'm just going to go through, it's 12 pages long. They're appealing this to the Arizona Supreme Court. And then once it gets through there, they will likely appeal it to the SCOTUS because there are federal claims inside of it. And who knows what happens after that. But I've heard from a couple people that the Supreme Court is primed to accept legitimate election integrity cases right now because the overall consensus, allegedly, I hate doing third-hand stuff, is that we're, we're veering so far outside of what was supposed to be that they need to bring it back somehow. I think they missed that chance in 2020 when Texas and 26 other states brought a suit to them. Yeah. Unbelievable. But... Yeah, big, big, big... What well, was it an opportunity missed or an opportunity blatantly ignored? Blatantly ignored. I, I'll go with B, choice B. And that makes it worse. Because it could... that Yes, it was so bad. I mean, when all you have is the media, and that's really what it was... It was Time Magazine. It was the Associated Press saying, "Okay, we've seen enough. Joe Biden is the winner." And we did. And and not only that, but coming out with that piece afterwards, saying how they engineered the whole thing, like literally, it was Russian collusion in a Time Magazine article. Yeah. So yeah, the media's the media's role was to declare the result that they always knew that they were going to uh, insist was real, and then to afterwards describe. In 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 great d- detail, not everything, not every aspect, but a good aspect of how they did it and why it was necessary and and lawful, and uh, and then on the judicial end, where the the only place where this kind of stuff could be adjudicated, uh, th- that that was just oh no standing, and it's, they walked it's away. No standing, or you should have filed this two days ago instead of waiting two days, or you should have filed this next last week. Or you should have filed this before the election. Or you, or you, or you. And, and like this wide swath of ors. So 
I just went through quickly in this thread things that they told us didn't matter at all. Okay, here we go. I said this is a lazy decision. It was lazy F. It was lazy. They did no work. They reviewed zero. They waited until the very last second and they get key arguments that Carrie Lake's team made completely wrong. And any judge worth their salt would have seen this. Do you want to know why I know that? Because I saw it, Frank, and I'm not a judge and I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a mere journalist. Here we go. Never mind the blatant chain of custody issues. Maricopa said it was okay to veer from procedure because of the number of voters. And their word, literally they said this, means more than any other witness. It's quote, weighted more. They said that in the decision. Maricopa County's voice is weighted more because they're Maricopa County. And they should know. Couldn't lie or anything. Also, never mind the fact that Maricopa couldn't produce duplicated ballots for inspection after the 19-inch ballot on a 20-inch paper. Ballots that would have proven their supposed, we duplicated all of the draw three ballot claims. So they couldn't produce. The argument is, well, those people who missed, who weren't able to vote that day, their votes were duplicated onto different ballots that scanned correctly. But when they were supposed to produce the duplicates, Frank, that they made, they couldn't produce a single duplicate. Not a single one. So here's the original ballot on a 19-inch paper that should never have been voted because it should never have printed that way. Here supposedly is the 20-inch ballot that they copied the 19-inch votes onto. They couldn't give anybody the 20-inch ballot that is supposed to be held right here with the 19-inch ballot that was wrong. So you have no idea what what they did. Did they copy it correctly? Did they copy it wrong? Does this make sense? I, you know, the other thing, the other thing that will always stick with me from the, the Lake trial that we were watching over the, over the holidays was the fact that here we are now at that point, two months after the fact or close to it. And whereas you only had that short window of time to file appeals, uh, you, you have these, I don't know, engineers or people working on the inside talking about how root cause analysis is still being done. Right. But, and so, no time for discovery. They had no so time. How how can you even, I mean, like five days to file an appeal, but we're going to need months to see if, to Our, see if what, what the hell the, the problems were. Right. Which they didn't tell anybody until after the fact, like until it was drawn out of them and questioning after somebody was perjured on the stand. This is absurd. I'm sorry, it's absurd. And and I have all these trolls under my thread telling me how I'm stupid and there's no evidence. In this case, guys, Carrie Lake was able to prove her case at trial with less discovery than any 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 plausible human being on the face of the earth was granted. There's so much evidence. Anyway, Never mind the fact that Maricopa didn't perform the proper logic and accuracy testing before that's required by law. That doesn't matter either. They ignored it completely. Never mind the complete disregard shown by Maricopa County for not maintaining chain of custody documentation for almost 300,000 ballots. They could not produce the forms. They swear they exist, 
but nobody's ever seen them. And the appeals court says, well, Maricopa County says that they're there, so they're there. But nobody's been given them. Even in response to FOIA requests and requests for information, zero forms have been provided. Forget about the fact that Richard purged himself on the stand and that that heat map we reported on early on. I want to show everybody Adam, um, Adam Carter wrote this piece. Hold on. Look, here are the vote centers that were rejecting um, votes overlaid with the heat map that they had hanging up in Maricopa County. It's like it's like a duh map. I mean, come on. Just I love how he put this is funny. Can we play this? This is funny. Perhaps Rick James has been moonlighting over at the Maricopa County Recorder's office. Maricopa County came out and said that map is nothing. It's just there for decoration. Um, and then the elections. Uh, no, the Maricopa County Department came out and said we use that for um, turnout data by party to kind of figure out where we're going to put things. They use it for planning purposes. The elections department said, if I'm not mistaken, that it's not used for anything. It's basically a piece of wall art. It's one of those two things. I'm just forgetting which one it is. But basically, he uses this. Drinking warm water no, before bed fixes ads. tooth and gum problems overnight. People are healing decay. <laughs> See, I never just did things just to do them. Come on. I mean, what am I going to do? Just, just all of a sudden just jump up and grind my feet on somebody's couch. Like it's like it's, you know, something to do. Come on, I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember grinding my feet in Eddie's couch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did things just to do them. Come on, I mean, what am I going to do? Just, just all of a sudden just jump up and grind my feet on somebody's couch. Like it's like it's, you know, something to do. Come on, I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember grinding my feet in Eddie's couch. And, and, and if, you, if you juxtapose those two contradictory uh, statements side by side, uh, you're, you're nuts. You're a conspiracy theorist. Wait a second. What? The wall art. Yeah. yeah you know, we just, it, it's like you, you walk into a, you walk into a, uh, you know, a, a war room for some, some evil, you know, it's like Dr. Claw or something. There's the, the map of the world. Yeah. The wall it's, art. It's, it's just, it's a piece. It's just a piece. Anyway, I have more on here. It, it, it's and we'll get into it. I think in detail at eleven o'clock with Miss um, Carrie Lake. That'll be great. I, I, hey, um, putting that aside, Fox is countersuing Dominion now because in discovery, it's been in discovery in their case against Fox. It's been found that they haven't lost a dime. They haven't suffered one loss. They haven't laid off one person. So how could they be suing for this much money, a ridiculous amount of money, which is far above the value of their company, if they never, they didn't even lose anything, not a cent, not a contract, zero. So that's interesting. Um, what, what, what do you... What do you conclude from that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They want a jury trial. I, I don't know. They've got the discovery already, so they know the facts. The claim for damages must fail. Fox is entitled to a judgment in favor 
Um, accordingly, under the New York anti-slap law, Fox is entitled to a judgment against the Dominion entities for its costs and attorney's fees, which have to be in the millions by now with all the depositions of all their high-profile people. It's going to be something. Um, for those of you who didn't get the beginning of the show, I'm interviewing... Carrie Lake today at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It will be on the podcast on Wednesday. But if you want to watch it live, I'm just going to put it on Locals live. Um, so the uncoverdc.locals.com channel. I'm losing Sweet. my voice. I need water. Um, okay. Now, let's get into this for a second. Because I am okay. going to ask her about this, by the way. George Soros came out and said this. <laughs> Ready? My hope for 2024 is that Trump and Governor DeSantis of Florida will slug it out for the Republican nomination. <laughs> Trump has turned into a pitiful figure. He's reading. Continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. Big Republican donors are abandoning him in droves. DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious. He is likely to be a Republican candidate. He's a puppet. This could induce Trump, whose narcissism has turned into a disease, to run as a third-party candidate. Okay, so somebody somewhere decided that that meant, Frank, that Soros endorsed DeSantis. No, I don't see that. I, I, I can't I can't take that from that statement. He's just that that's just an evil old dying man who's somehow still breathing. That's just an evil old dying man who is um, just trying to do whatever he can to contribute to a situation in which Republican votes would be split. Either way you slice it, we, people fell right into this. They fell into it so, without even thinking, just by the mere act of talking about it and fighting about it. Articles came out all over the place. Soros endorses DeSantis. Guys, the leader of the KKK came out and endorsed Trump, but really endorsed him. Did that mean that Trump was bad? Let's just put that on its face for a second, okay? Second of all, this was a ploy to get you to do exactly what you did. And everybody did it. Everyone did it. Everyone fell right in line and started talking about how bad DeSantis is and how great Trump is and how they would vote for him if he ran third party anyway and how there's no way he's going to lose the primary. It caused everybody to start bickering amongst each other, splintering the right. It was ridiculous. And there's a, sh a short Tim Pool clip. I'll play. I haven't heard this if yet. If you though. believe that George Soros has endorsed Ron DeSantis, I got a bridge in New York to sell you. He didn't. I'm going to cut to the chase. George Soros did not praise Ron DeSantis. Sort of, you can, you can maybe argue he did, but he really didn't. He was deriding the man. And he said he hopes that Ron DeSantis and Trump go to war because Trump is a whiny baby who will run as a third party candidate. 
run as an independent, sabotaging the Republicans and making sure they both lose. And then the Republican Party would have to reform. The man is quite literally hoping that you all do exactly, exactly what, what we are did. seeing. Yeah, he, he, everybody did exactly what Soros wanted you to do when you reacted. Gateway Pundit had a story, DeSantis endorsed by Soros. It's stupid. It's dumb intellectually. You guys are smarter than this, like legit. Can somebody, can you answer something for me? Because I, I see this stuff a lot. I see the, uh, I, I don't, I don't partake in it. I I I watch a lot of the the Trump and DeSantis thing from afar, and for the most part, I st I'm still scratching my head. Did did, did did Ron DeSantis say or declare no anything? No. Like was there any overt provocation, or or are we just I I just I what I don't know. I there's the rich there's the rich Barris um, revelation. That the Paul Ryan types, Mitch McConnell types, uh, were trying to make offers and have him be the uh, the candidate in 2024. Because obviously the, the 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 GOP does not want Donald Trump. They they figure this is the best time, the best opportunity to just force him out and just nip this he at an early enough stage where it's just over. He has yeah, you had he hasn't announced. He hasn't announced. So, but, but aside from announcing anything, is there any they comments him, that were made? No. The only comment that was made was the other day they asked him in a press conference, are you going to run for president? And he said, wouldn't you like to know that the other day? No, there's been nothing else other than Trump saying Ron DeSantis is going to run and starting attacking him very, very early. The problem is this, guys, whether he runs or not, you're, you're like that wasn't an endorsement. Listen, do a deep dive. I'm sure that there's something with meat on it that you can find to attack Ron DeSantis on. Use that. Stop using this low information, low hanging fruit, petty nonsense. It's dumb. It's dumb. I'm sorry. Like, oh, Jeb Bush was at his inauguration. Okay. That's okay. Give me something with substance. Don't attack him on COVID policy. That's ridiculous. Well, Della in, the chat room, Della in the chat room just said something that said said that the only thing that there is. Like, we, honestly, we need Trump and DeSantis. And, that, and that's when that's when everything was at its its most stable. And the, the, the split. Now, I, I But what maybe there's some inside information. There's some intelligence that we don't have that Trump does that he says, OK, it's time to come out cannons bl uh, blazing it's the even, only thing even that... still pause he's attacking DeSantis on this he's coming up with nicknames for him he's attacking DeSantis on his COVID policy and saying you shut down your state for too long and then there are tweets from Trump criticizing places for opening after DeSantis had opened Florida Like, uh, do better. Just do better. The he'd better, he needs, he needs better. Everything that he's attacking him on right now are things that are very easily countered. Very easily. Do better. If you want to win this primary, which people want to skip through primary season. They, they just want to anoint Trump the winner. And primary is like the most important part of our lead up to election. 
So important. We can't skip through primary and just anoint Trump. It doesn't work like that. He needs to get the votes to be the nominee. But he's he's he needs to pick better things to attack on because COVID's not it with DeSantis. COVID's not it. So the whole thing's been very, very confusing. That's why I have not even touched it. It's been very confusing. I I I don't really understand what everybody is responding to, what had been declared, and obviously nothing. So it's either something behind the scenes that somebody has intel on that none, none of us have. And ever and, and in that respect, it's just a matter of a choice that individuals have. Okay, are you gonna just follow the Trump camp's lead and trusting that they know something that we don't know yet? Uh, or are, are we, uh, but when it comes to the George Soros comment, cause I played it when it came out, when it started getting around, like this is for, not even commenting on the, on the Trump and DeSantis feud. This is not an endorsement for DeSantis. No, This is, this is classic vote splitting mind games. I, I don't know why anybody would even like, don't, don't even listen to the old siren. Ka- Carrie Lake retweeted it. And I want to ask her why. I want to ask her why. That's like one of the tough ones I have for her. Why did you retweet that? Clearly, he didn't endorse DeSantis. Clearly, he wanted everybody to do exactly what people did. Like little zombies. Everybody was like, I will say that Trump. Like, it was ridiculous. Do better. Do better. That's all. Be smarter. You guys are smart. Everybody's smarter than that. Anyway. I mean, it's just the fact that George Soros is such a known quantity. And whatever he is doing is going to try. You you know that there are, is no Republican candidate, no matter how milk toast, no matter how mainstream, no matter how Mitt Romney they could be. There's no Republican candidate he wants to win the presidency, whether it be DeSantis or Trump. He doesn't want any of that. There's this this needs to be pedal to the metal, full speed ahead, where they're going right now. Somebody uh, said Trump flushed Soros out into the open. Soros has been a known quantity for a long, long time. He was he, that that's silly. Like long time. Very, very long time. Who doesn't talk about George Soros? Does he mean like literally physically into the open? No, I don't think he came to that meeting just to read a prepared statement that somebody wrote for him about what DeSantis and Trump are doing. He was th- he publicly threw all of his all of his attention into American elections when Hillary Clinton was still a senator. I mean, that's when he really started becoming open and honest about how he's investing in changing American elections. And that's not just the House and the Senate and the presidency. No. It's the DA's. Yes. You know, it, it's it's everything. And he did so, a great uh, job of it, too. Yeah. I mean, tr- Trump Trump did a lot for just being around. To become that lightning that become that lightning rod where everybody can see a, a little bit more just how bad a situation we're in but he didn't flush george soros out i mean come on it's george soros i want to talk about something else that is contradictory and may give some people an idea of why i'm so frustrated greenville county in south carolina put out a press release about nikki haley the greenville county republican party put out a press release saying that Nikki Haley is not a good candidate. She's jockeying for a position in a 2024 Trump administration. Don't take it seriously. 
she shouldn't be taken seriously. Why is that important? South Carolina, Nikki Haley, blah, blah, blah. Fine. The Greenville County Republican Party is run by MAGA patriots. The problem is that Donald Trump has graciously and fulsomely and recently endorsed the leader of the South Carolina GOP, who is now the co-chair at the national GOP, Drew McKissick, who is single-handedly on a quest to completely decimate this Greenville County Republican Party. So they fabricated, allegedly fabricated, a whole bunch of information, put it on display at the executive committee meeting for the state, forcing everybody to vote to let the state party take over the reorganization in Greenville County, thereby eliminating any possibility that any MAGA person ever wins there again, ever. Completely against bylaws, completely against the charter, completely against everything. And then Donald Trump supports Greenville when they say something like this, but won't support Greenville as they try and fight the establishment hacks that Donald Trump has endorsed. It bothers me. It just makes no sense. The only positive is that their reorg is in here, the one that they're running. Is it possible that with Donald Trump being one man, that he's just not given all the details no. on every little, hey, no. we need an endorsement on this. We need an endorsement on that. Nope. He knows. He knows. He knows. 100% he does. He knows. I can say that with certainty. Anyway, let's play some clips. Let's play some clips of this man and watch the faces and listen to the gasps, if you're listening, of the people as this guy talks about traditional family values. Here we go. Typically, it is true that Asians, right, on average, make more money it, like in terms of medium, make more money, better test scores, get into better colleges, all that stuff. I think the question is, why is that? And I don't know, model minority, whatever that label wants That's to That's actually mean, a not, myth because not, we cannot be- um, Well, no, listen, well, let me finish my point. We need to observe what makes people successful and unsuccessful. And I think when you look at trends that are generally true in the Asian community, not of everyone, but are generally true, usually you have families that are sticking together. You have, um, you know, people, are taught to work hard in school, not get into trouble. I think that translates to why Asians on mass are successful. And I don't yeah. think you have to be Asian or white for that matter to not have kids out of wedlock, not, you know, commit crime, what? not not cause trouble or whatever. Do you see, I'm just gonna explain all the people in the in the gallery as he's saying this are making shocked faces as though having kids out of wedlock is normal for anybody. It, it's They're, not. Yeah. This is the this is the generation that that they were working toward. They, the 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 social engineers, they were working toward achieving this generation. The what? Looking around like what planet is this guy from? Oh. This is the this is the brave new world generation. You ever you ever read Brave New World? They rewrote it, so I can't read this edition. My gosh. This is the generation that they've been praying for for a long time. So here, it is. it's just a matter of like, well, common sense. That's what makes 
people successful. And if that's so-called assimilation, having a nuclear family, buying a house, going to school, whatever it is, then yeah, okay, call me a pro-assimilation then. I think there's a difference between assimilation and erasure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You'll, uh, you'll uh, erase your identity through having a stable family, my friend. Don't you know that? The only way you can keep your identity is to live a completely unfulfilling life with no connection to family and hard work and all that stuff. We have to be leaves blowing in the wind. Listen to this one. The more in common that a society has with one another, the more likely they are to work together and build things okay, in society I hear and you. not constantly be fighting each other and at odds with each other. Did you think the Japanese internment was a good thing? Because that was a real assimilation situation. You know what I mean? No, I, Do you I recognize don't, I don't. that the term assimilation has negative history and facts associated with that word? So we do have to be careful in how we choose, because assimilation for people of color She's have so not stupid. been good to us, historically. That's factual. So let me ask you. We're discussing you. the model minority no, 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 myth but and the Japanese fact that- Japanese internment is a classic example of assimilating Asian Americans. No, so it's not. It's a classic example of internment. I mean, they yeah. intern well, people. Why, like, why? Not, yes. to, to why did they that to- um, Why did they intern them? Because, because they saw them as other. Because they saw them as dangerous. Not really. Be they saw them as oh. other and dangerous. Because, well, yes, they saw them as dangerous because, and I don't agree with it, but left-wing president, FDR at the time, saw it as a national security so risk. So you're a Republican, right? So you're right-wing, right? Let, I, want, I, want to, I want to make sure. So you're a Republican. Hmm. That woman over here is like a TikTok person who does like demeaning TikToks against white people. That's like yes. her entire shtick. She's the one that says white people as if she's hawking up a loogie. White. Yes, yeah. that's how she says it. Yeah, I love how they say that. Yeah, internment is is uh, is an example of assimilation. They don't even know what the hell they're talking. To say it factually correct and to say that internment was assimilation at its worst. No, we no. have um, really. I, I want to acknowledge a couple uh, Rumble rant chats. Someone Gentry says DeSantis is a neocon. Pershaw uh, is Zelensky's buddy, and then recommends we look at Pershaw and her connections to George Soros. And then someone said that they just got the book for Frank's book club. Did I get a new woke version? No. no. <laughs> Tracy was just joking. And if you want to get, get a used copy of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World then. It depends so on where on the Mandela timeline we are, Frank. I, we haven't gotten there yet. Gigi, Imagine that. That's the the ultimate irony of changing Brave New World. Gigi sent me um, a bunch of pictures of allegedly the Berenstein Bears, one with the old spelling, one with the new spelling right next to each other. Someone had both. How would one survive? If it's a Mandela effect, then it would be like Back to the Future where the, where the, uh, the, the, the picture erases itself. Correct. So I don't know what that's all about. It's it's about somebody changing an A to an E, <laughs> and then saying, "Look." <laughs> Hold on, here I have two more of these. Uh, this is this is good. Watch this one. In country where a homeless person can be a millionaire the next day, so based on capitalism, we all have an opportunity, and we should not use race as a factor in either getting ahead or depriving ourselves of opportunities. I have a question directly related to the fact that you live in New York, right? Yeah. And you're an Asian yeah. woman. There have been significant high crimes 
towards Asian women that were all over the news. Did that affect you? And how, what were your thoughts on that? The I mean, government the is telling us that it's Asian hate, but that's not the real issue. The real issue is actually that these people were mentally ill and they were let out. Both oh, can oh, okay. So now it's mental illness. So when it affects you, it's mental illness. But when it affects, oh boy. Or the issue, right? Yeah, it, it can, can be, it can simultaneously. This is like Katie Hobbs's evil Japanese twin. I don't want to misculturally appropriate her or something. What is what is that? I don't know what she is. I don't know. I don't. She... I don't. Can't give a shit. She's stupid. Doesn't matter. It exists as issues. You can't say that it's Asian hate and use that as propaganda. To... Propaganda. I, I feel like also <laughs> to just say that. Oh my God! Somebody disagreed with me. Well, it is propaganda because the whole stop Asian hate thing was again another Democrat initiative that 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 in its in a very vague way tried to say that Donald Trump's handling of the the, uh, the the China virus and everything else was creating problems for the Asian community by, I guess, the MAGA country folks. But it was really it was really mostly black people that were beating up Asians in subways and nobody was saying anything. I mean, it, most of these assaults are caught on 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 tape. Uh, they it, it was it was not some old country boys beating up Asians in New York City in the subways. So it, that's something that they had to actually back off on because they couldn't find a white guy that was beating up any Asian people. This is MAGA country, Frank. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. By the way, the gentleman, the, 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 the Internet is full of race based violence, full of it, Agreed. full of it. It is disturbing as hell. But it's not coming from where they say it's coming from. Agreed. It's the, disturbing. It's why I don't want to go anywhere. That guy's name is um, Vince Dow, by the way. Vince Dow is his name. What did I have? I had like one more fun thing for the end, but I, I don't know where it is. Oh, I wanted to talk about Marburg. I'm going to make that a note for Wednesday. You know what? Do you have an extra minute? We can do it really quickly. Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, and I had the city of Cincinnati and stuff. They're closing off the water coming in from East Palestine. Cincinnati and um, one other place. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here it is. Okay. An outbreak of, an outbreak of the deadly Marburg virus has been confirmed. Here's what you need to know. Okay. And it goes through how how horrible Marburg is and how it's spreading and blah, blah, blah. What are the symptoms? What does it cause? It's really, really terrible, terrible virus. But it is so deadly that most outbreaks of it end very quickly because it is easily mitigated with quarantine strategies that actually work in that case. And it kills so many people that it can't transmit itself properly to be able to maintain a host for long enough to be able to have it spread. So it comes in, people catch it, it kills anywhere between 60 to 90% of the people that get infected, and then it's over because there's no more people to catch it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. This article came out in Nature. Marburg virus outbreak. Researchers race to test vaccines. Okay. Oh. Health officials worldwide are sprinting to test whether experimental vaccines can protect against a deadly illness after Guinea, 
um, confirmed its first outbreak of Marburg virus disease on 13th of February. The, the WHO in Geneva, Switzerland, convened an urgent meeting yesterday to discuss the feasibility of testing Marver, uh, vaccines that are in various stages of development. Find me up. Listen, but the odds are against a successful trial, they say, because other control measures such as quarantine could end the outbreak before a single vaccine dose can be administered. May I ask the question, why, why do you need a vaccine? Then why? If it's that easily stopped, why? I cannot emphasize enough the need for speed. Not the need for speed to stop the virus, the need for speed to get in there quick enough to set up the trials to test the vaccine before nobody's sick with the virus anymore. Okay. The last line of this, I'll put it in the show notes, is this. Even if a trial can get off the ground, it's unlikely that enough cases will develop before the current outbreak comes under control for researchers to determine conclusively whether any vaccine is effective or not. It's a double-edged sword, says Edmonds, this epidemiologist. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's good news for public health and the people of Equatorial Guinea, but perhaps bad news for science. Okay. Do you understand why I'm like blown away by this? Like clearly there's not a need for a vaccine. Yeah. Not they, a need for a vaccine. And even if there was to say quick, 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 but by what, by what, for what, for what reason, before what, before, before people before get to, before, like, where, where is it right now in China, in Africa? Where is it? In Guinea. In Guinea. So do we need a vaccine by the time it gets to the U.S.? It won't. Like, do, it, it won't last. Do it, we only have an? Do we? How many hours do we have to create a vaccine this time? How many hours do we have? Can we make? Can we make one in the? Uh, in five hours. None of the vaccines is available in large quantities. Developers said, at the meeting, availability ranges from a few hundred doses to a few thousand. It's Janssen and Sabin. Janssen and Sabin vaccines have been tested in humans in early stage trials in the U.S. Monkey yes. Monkey studies suggest that all the leading candidates offer strong protection against the Marburg virus. Oh, good. Then it's done. That's all you need. That's done. all you need. That statement, right? That statement alone was all they needed. And and and, uh, and here we are, two years and eighteen thousand shots a person into COVID. That's all. That's all they needed because when 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 push came to shove and the curtain was rolled back, we realized that there was no testing that was really done for anything, and they did it anyway. So it, it, if we're going to apply the the COVID jab standard, then this Marburg vaccine is ready. It's ready to go. Push it's it ready. out quickly, just like the monkeypox vaccine. Yeah. The smallpox vaccine, I should say. That's it for today. Um, if you guys are interested, again, this will be freely available on Wednesday. But if you're interested in signing up for our locals to watch the Carry Lake Live show today, you can go to uncoverdc.locals.com. We would appreciate having you guys. You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with... 
Frankie Val on the drums. And Beans, you can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time live on Getter, Rumble, and on Twitter. And don't forget, every Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, go to QuiteFrankly.tv for Frank's show. We'll be back here on Wednesday. Later. 